How's it going, my friends? Welcome to the DIY Marketing School podcast. I'm your host and your marketing coach, Melanie Diane Howe. Today, I'm going to share with you a miniature training that will help you develop 30 content ideas in just 30 minutes. Let's go. Hello, my friends. I am so excited about sharing this episode with you. So I will let you know, I'm excited for a couple reasons. First reason is because I'm actually repurposing content. And it's been a mission of mine to build better systems and processes so that I can do more repurposing. I think it's a very effective strategy. It's something that I I totally encourage everyone to do. And it is one of the reasons why I absolutely love live video. I think live videos uh, have a lot of options for how you repurpose them, more so in my opinion than many other formats. So today's episode is actually, I did a teaching on live video. And today I want to share what I taught uh, in this podcast. It's a strategy that is going to help you develop 30 content ideas in 30 minutes. Yes, just 30 minutes and you'll have 30 ideas for blog posts, podcasts, videos, whatever content format that you enjoy creating, you're going to have 30 ideas. And I'm passionate about it because I do believe strongly that when you have a bucket of ideas, when you have a list of ideas to go to, it empowers you to be consistent with your content. It actually will help you be more regular and creating this content for your audience. And I've had a lot of recent you know, I'll say success in growing my audience and connecting better with my audience because I've been doing live videos every Tuesday at two o'clock Eastern time for uh, four months now. And my audience is growing faster than it ever has. But again, like I said, I'm just connecting deeper because people are showing up each week. The same people are showing up each week and I'm like developing relationships. And this is what I am so passionate about. And so by being consistent, it's really making a difference. And um, having a list of ideas ready to go has makes it so much easier to know walking in, going into the week that you are going to be able to deliver amazing value to your audience. So let's get you going and let's get you at least 30 ideas. And honestly, I think that you'll actually find that you may come up with even more than 30 ideas. So Today's episode uh, is, again, I am taking some audio from a, a live video that I did uh, that was multi-streamed uh, on YouTube, Facebook, and in my Facebook group. But I wanted to share it with you guys today because I know that some of you prefer to listen to a podcast to soak in content. Some of you are actually part of my Facebook community uh, group, and some of you maybe even caught this training on the live video. But I wanted to give a shout out to my listener, Lisa Beals, because she's also in my Facebook group, uh, which is an open community, by the way, it's free. So if you're not in there, feel free to come join us. DIY Marketing with Melanie, just search for that. Anyway, she she posted in there, she noticed that I wasn't sharing as many podcast episodes as I was at one time. And as in my bonus episode that I just released right before this one, I explained that I have been very committed to live video. And I am a firm believer that we can do anything, but we can't do everything. Uh, and so that's, again, why I'm really excited because I want to be doing a better job of repurposing so that you, my podcast listeners, who enjoy listening to podcasts, maybe more so than you enjoy watching videos or whatnot, can still hear the things that I teach. So by using the application Descript, I was able to very easily edit the audio file I exported from StreamYard, and I was able to 
very easily take out the training section and I can share it with you today in this episode. But I wanted to give a shout out to Lisa because she basically encouraged me to do this because she said, I can't always catch your videos, but I love being able to listen to the podcast. So is there a way you can do the trainings or repurpose the audio into the podcast so I can listen to what you teach on your live videos? And so Lisa, thank you for that encouragement and push. And this one's for you, sister, for sure. So the last thing I'll say before I get you ready to go to the content, which we'll get we'll get going, is that <laughs> when I am on video, when I do live videos, I am very energetic. I get the energy going. I get fired up when I talk about passionate topics. And I am very passionate about content idea development. I'm definitely an idea person. I'm a visionary. And so ideas flow for me very easily. And I'm very, very passionate about helping other people develop ideas as well. And I really love this little exercise that I put together for you guys. And I think it really is going to make a great impact. And so I just was bringing it when I was talking about this stuff the other day on my video. So one, you're going to hear high energy Mel. And two, you're going to hear fast talking Mel. So if you can keep up, congratulations. It's kind of like you deserve a pat on the back for that. So I hope you enjoy it. And I hope that the energy gets you fired up as well about creating your own content. Again, this exercise is 30 ideas in 30 minutes. And I hope you enjoy. So we're going to do 30 ideas in 30 minutes. You're going to set a timer. Uh, I personally like to ask my Echo devices to, to, to set my timer. I'll say, hey, set a timer for blah, blah, blah. And you can use your watch. You can use whatever tool you want to use. So the first thing we're going to do, and this isn't new news, frequently asked questions. What questions do you get asked all the time? I want you to think about the questions that you get asked all the time. Okay? Now, before you sit here and say, some of you might be like, Melanie, I'm kind of new in my business or I'm still exploring or I'm pivoting or I'm changing. So you may not feel like you have all these questions. Also, the more engaged you are with your audience, again, this is I get so many questions from you each week. I get questions from you guys all the time. I know the questions you guys are asking all the time. So I'm able to then convert those questions into bigger pieces of content. So you can do the same thing and you should be doing the same thing. In fact, I always say the FAQ is like the golden like pathway to great content. So you may, if you're feeling stuck on this, then here's what I want you to do. Or if you feel like your audience isn't engaged right now, which is the whole reason why you want to come up with content ideas, right? I want you to go look at lookalike audiences. So you have your audience, whether it's small or big or whatever. Okay. If you feel like your audience isn't giving you questions and you don't know what the questions are, or your audience is small, or you're just getting started, then I want you to go find an audience that is in the same place or in the same realm and asking questions. So there are Facebook communities for everything, you guys, everything. Follow somebody else's live videos that is talking about the similar stuff that you are. You're not gonna copycat anything, but you're gonna pay attention to the questions. So I teach and love live video. That's a big, big place for me. So the StreamYard, of course, the application that I'm using, there's an amazing community. People are asking questions about live video in their all, I mean, it's all they're talking about. So I'm getting a different kind of audience in there and somebody will post a, a thing and they'll say, Hey, what's your, uh, what's your strategy for warming up your audience? I'm like, Ooh, I'm saving that one. Like, or someone will post, what is your biggest challenge with your current live video? Whatever. There's all kinds of people asking these questions. And then you get 50 comments, boom, 50, 50 comments from people that are potentially my ideal customer. So go hang out in other places and pay attention to the questions being asked. 
Now, maybe you're like, I don't know where to hang out. Go find it. Go figure it out. Get off your butt and go find these places. Stop sitting back and saying, I don't have an audience. I don't know where my people are hanging out. You have to go dabble and try things out. Stop sitting back. You have to take action, get involved, get in there, serve in these communities, meaning give more than you take. You answer questions. You offer support. Be a cheerleader, even if you're still not sure what your role is, right? Just hang out in there and be paying attention and listen to the conversation. You can do that, and I guarantee you can spend 10 minutes in a Facebook group that's related to what you do or what you want to do, and I guarantee you can find it. If you're like, I don't have time to scroll through everything, then go to the Facebook group, go to the search bar, and type question. Because a lot of people will say, I have a question about, or hey, I want to ask a question, blah, or here's my question, blah, or somebody like a guru saying, what questions do you have about, blah, boom. So type in question and go search the results that come up. Find the frequently asked questions and then take 10 of those and boom, you have 10 pieces of content, 10 live videos, 10 blog posts, 10 podcast episodes, bam, right? When I said three, I meant three kinds, whatever your format is, pick it and go with it. Roll with it, all right? Okay, so there's frequently asked questions. Okay, next, my next tip. So frequently asked questions is always, that's like what the tip people give. Mm. What about the questions that people should be asking that they don't ask? Mm. Ever thought about that one? These are the should ask questions. So I got this from Stephanie Liu. She did this little like masterclass a while back and she was giving this strategy. She is, she had read this book and this was in this book. And I was like, oh my God, I never thought about, should have asked questions. Yeah, there are tons of questions that people should be asking that aren't asking. Now, the reason they're not asking the questions could be because they don't know. They don't know what they don't know yet. And so you can future pace them. You can help them. For example, there's, there's, if you think about like really great content that we love are like things that, uh, you know, mistakes to avoid. Well, the reason why we like that kind of content is because we don't even know about those things. We don't, we don't even know we might fall into that trap, right? So saying, sitting here saying, hey, here's five, five live streaming mistakes that you should avoid. Okay, great. They, they, people, the reason why that, that type of content is so popular is because people don't even know that that's a possible mistake. Nobody thinks of it. They didn't think of it, right? Nobody's gonna say, hey, when I'm doing my live videos, how do I make sure that I look my best on video? They might ask that question, but they don't know to sit there and say, how do I look my audience in the eyes? Like, I always feel like I'm looking away. You look into the camera lens. So one of the mistakes to avoid live streaming is look, don't avoid looking into the camera lens. Don't not look into the camera lens. If I'm looking at myself on screen all the time, this is what I look like talking to you. Does that look like I'm talking to you? No, it looks like I'm talking to your dog sitting next to you who's wondering who this crazy girl on screen is or your kid who's e-learning sitting next to you at the desk or the person, nobody. You're like, who's she looking at? Who's she talking to? Now I'm talking to you. I'm looking at you, right? I'm talking to you. You're connecting with me now. This isn't very connecting at all. And I'm like, hey, you need to get off your butt and go do things. But if I look you in the eye, that's connecting with you, right? Okay, tangent over. My point is, is that a lot of people don't even think about that. They, they're on their phones, they're doing their FaceTimes and they're looking at their self on FaceTime. And then everyone's like, it just doesn't feel as engaging. You have to look into the camera lens. Your should have asked questions are the things that people don't know because they just don't know. They're new. Where are they in their journey? They don't even know to ask these questions yet. Think about how the fast track. Think about the value you can bring when, they, when you get somebody to say, holy shit, I never thought about that. Oh my gosh, I never even knew that. Oh, whoa. If you can get somebody to react that way to what you're telling them, it's gold. It's huge. 
So what are the questions people should be asking? The other reason that questions don't get asked sometimes is because people are afraid to ask them. They are embarrassed. They don't feel comfortable. They don't feel safe. They don't feel like they have a vehicle or a place to ask the question. And some of you are in industries where this is actually very prevalent, where it's an intimate thing you're doing or it's a you know, an emotional type of, you know, business, you're maybe a coach for something, they don't know, they aren't going to ask the question because they're, they're too embarrassed to ask it. And you don't have a one-on-one relationship with them. So you can predict these things, you know, your people. So you maybe know what they should be asking publicly that they're not. So you go ahead and address it. You're going to free them. You're going to give them this freedom feeling of, Oh my God, yes, I've always wanted to ask that that question, but I felt really stupid asking it, so I never asked it, but she just answered it and I didn't have to ask it. That person's gonna fall in love with you, right? So I know like, here's the deal. Frequently asked questions, yeah. I've always thought those were gold. Should have asked questions. Those are like platinum. So depends on what kind of metal you like and what kind of metal you want. I mean, they're all different, right? So there you go. So you're going to come up with 10 frequently asked questions and you're going to come up with 10 should have asked questions. And now you have 20 pieces of golden content, right? Now, here's the where we're going to get the last bucket, but here's what I will tell you. If you've been creating content for a while and you have a lot of content out there, this, this might take you down a rabbit hole. So beware, this might be where you go even further. So we're going to revisit old content. You're going to go back to content from three months ago, six months ago, year ago, three years ago, doesn't matter. So if you've been creating content for a while, I want you to go back and revisit some of your old content. One of the easiest ways to do it would be, what are your, some of your best performing videos? What are some of your podcasts that got the most downloads? Which blog posts have the most views, right? Because these were obviously popular. Now, many times when we create content, we may be, it might be something like hmm, five, we'll use the same example I used earlier, five mistakes to avoid when live streaming. I can go back to an old piece of content, maybe where I talked about those five mistakes, and I can take a really deep dive on one of those mistakes and do like a little mini training. I can go even further with it. Now I have another piece of content. Now, you're not repeating. You might be repeating some of the things you said, but here's what I'll tell you. People are so afraid to go back to old content and bring it back to life. But here's the deal. A lot of you that are watching today with me, you weren't here a year ago, or even if you were, do you remember every piece of content I've ever created? And if it, and if you do remember it, meaning like if you're like, oh yeah, I remember that one episode she did about profile pictures. Well, then that means it meant something to you. That means it sunk in. Are you going to hate it if I cover that topic again? I'm not going to repeat the exact same thing, but I'm going to talk about it again. And you're going to be like, oh yeah, great reminder. Totally forgot about that part. Yep, need to change my picture. So good content can actually, it's good to resurface it. People need to hear messages more than once. And if it was good the first time, it's probably going to be great the second time too. And you have a whole different audience. Your audience is always changing. It's growing, it's evolving, it's switching around. You're honing in, it's getting more focused. So don't be afraid to revisit old content. So go back and revisit some of your highest performing pieces and either go deep on something or go wide. And what I mean by go wide is take three pieces of content that are sort of similar and meaning like, let's say podcasts, you have three different podcast episodes and they were about social media. We'll take three of those and then put them into one and go higher level, right? Sometimes we go deep on a, on a concept. Other times we go wide, meaning we give an overview. So revisiting old content is actually, in my opinion, a great strategy. And I, I, I have used to be scared to do it. And it's something that I'm actually doing 
I'm actually going through the process of looking back at old content and pulling things out and deciding, okay, here's how I'm going to bring this one back up, or here's how I'm going to pull this one back together, or here's how I'm going to pull these, you know, in as combined content. So there you go. That's right. Man, I've like worked up here. Okay. Frequently asked questions. You're going to come up with 10 questions. You're going to come up with 10 questions that people should be asking that they're not asking. And then I want you to go back and I want you to revisit your old content. And I want you to come up with 10 new ideas from old stuff. You might be able to come up with 10 ideas from one big long form piece of content you did, right? Depends on your content and the way it is. Or you might be looking at multiple pieces and combining them together. So 30 minutes, set a timer for 30 minutes. You can totally do this. So set a timer between now and next Tuesday, a timer, set, put it on your calendar between now and next Tuesday, set the timer, and I want you to come up with 30 content ideas. And I would love for you to post it in the group, in our Facebook group, our DIY Marketing with Melanie group. So if you're not part of the group, go get joined. It's free. It's a free community for anyone who's doing their own marketing. We got all kinds of people in here that are in that group. It's a safe place for you to ask questions. Also a safe place for you to share your content ideas. So I want you to come, come in the group and tell me that you did this exercise and I want to hear how it went for you. And if you got stuck, tell me you got stuck. Let's get you unstuck. Okay. So there you go. Well, 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 wasn't that quite the doozy? <laughs> I warned you that I get very energetic when I am uh, live uh, with my audience and it's just, it's, it is what it is, right? I just get very excited, especially when I'm talking about a topic that I am very passionate about, which if you couldn't tell, I'm obviously passionate about helping people develop content ideas. I do think that it is one of the things that gets people stuck and it help, uh, holds them back from creating regular content. And I just know from experience that when I have a bank of ideas, I am more likely to be consistent in showing up. And that is how I have been able to continue to show up on my live videos. And I just wanted to, you know, say that we have to be able to repurpose our content. And so I thought that this was a good training. I got great feedback on it. And I just thought, you know what, I want to share this with my podcast uh, audience. And another shout out to uh, Lisa, because she encouraged me to repurpose my live videos because she likes listening to my content and knows that I'm showing up regularly on live, but she likes to listen to the podcast. So there you go, Lisa, that one was for you. So I'm probably going to be doing this a little bit more. I actually used a really cool application application that is getting really popular. Uh, it's up and coming. It's called Descript. And I literally, so I did my live stream with StreamYard, shout out to StreamYard. And with StreamYard, you're able to export your, uh, you're able to export and download your video file, but you're also able to export the audio file only. And so then I just simply uploaded that audio file into Descript and I Descript basically transcribes the audio. And here's the crazy part. You can just go in and delete words and it will edit, it'll automatically delete that section of the audio file. So there were a lot of um, points during this mini training that I referenced comments or I addressed the actual live audience. And because you're listening wherever you want to be listening to the podcast, I removed those. And it was very easy to do because I could just simply go scroll through, find those sections and just delete those sentences or those words and it updated the file. So it's the first time I've actually used Descript to do this. And I got to say, it made repurposing this Facebook Live and this YouTube Live video into a podcast episode very easy, <laughs> easier than I actually thought it was going to be. And so I'm actually really excited that this provides us with the opportunity to do more of that because I am all about repurposing and my main core content is showing up 
uh, on video live, but I also want to continue to share content on the podcast. And sometimes there's some great stuff that gets done, uh, great questions that get asked that I'm able to answer on those uh, live videos. And now I've got this really great app that makes it super easy for me to repurpose that audio file. So check out Descript. It's pretty awesome. It is also a video editing tool as well. I have to say I have not dabbled in that aspect of it yet, but I am super, super, super pleased with how easy it was to edit my audio track from my my live video. So all right, my friends, that's what I've got for you today. So hopefully you have a great day and hopefully I'll see you over in the DIY Marketing with Melanie Facebook group. And uh, just make sure you, you uh, do... Whatever you do, however you come up with it, I want you to come up with a bucket of ideas so that you can be creating content on the regular. It has worked wonders for me to be consistent and showing up consistently. And so I want the same for you. All right, my friend, that's all I got. See you later.